There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S, and tonight we'll be discussing episode four of season four of Killjoys. Okay. <laughs> so seriously? Yeah. Like, I, I don't even know because of all the insanity that's happening here. Yeah, like, there was definitely uh, some baby drama. <laughs> right? Baby mama drama, for real. <laughs> all right, so before we get into all of it, go ahead and hit us with some, you have ratings news. Yes, episode three brought in a 0.05 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.369 million viewers, making it the 131st overall cable show for the day. And talk about not making any sense. Episode four brought in a 0.07 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.254 million viewers, making it the 122nd overall cable show for the day. Huh? How what? can you lose 130,000 people and go up in adults 18 to 49 and the overall rating? I told you, none of this makes any sense. No, it doesn't. Nielsen, you're losing it. Step aside me crazy. and let somebody else take over the. The ratings, because <laughs> make no sense. Yeah, right? All right. Well, let's jump into episode four, shall we? All right. What to expect when you're expecting an alien parasite. Dutch awakens to John at the brink of madness and the birth of Dav's child. That's an understatement. So Right? Much. It's like, oh, that's super short and sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So we'll start with Team right. Awesome Force as Davin is continuing to try to hold it all together emotionally along with the group as a whole. He's trying to be optimistic and happy even with Dutch still unconscious as he talks to her. And then he has to run and try to yeah, keep Yeah, I don't Del know if that's going to help. Yeah. <laughs> as Zeph is yeah, trying to all over. figure out how to deliver the far too large and growing baby. When Delsea's Hulan super healing isn't even letting an incision stay open for more than a second. And to top all that off, we have Johnny in the other room, repeatedly slamming his head against the wall. Because he's, like, flipping back and forth between Johnny and evil Hulan version. Yeah. So, Dad's got his hands full. Yeah, just yeah. a bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course... Yeah. Fortunately, wow. Pre is there and on standby for anything he can do, inclu including pouring some liquor. So, hey, but, stay with on, your Pri. strengths, I guess. Yeah, come on, Pre. Try to take some of this load off of Dav if you can. Yeah, because that poor man is running in circles at this point. Yes, he is. So, Dutch finally wakes up, but Lucy will not allow her out of her room per Davin's orders. <laughs> yeah, at this point, maybe you like. Tell somebody what's going on, Luce. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just keeping it black and white, uh, add a little flavor to it. Right? Explain. Come on. 
So, of course, when Lucy offers to tell Dutch's story, that's the last thing she wants. (laughs) Yeah. She's all hurt. You know, she heard her entire life from Klein and what she's supposed to be holding on to right now. So, of course, instead of waiting for Davin or Lucy calling for Davin, Dutch decides to get out herself. And we get a great line from Lucy. Tampering with my system will void the warranty. Like, yeah, uh, but how long I don't think warranty? she was too worried. <laughs> I don't think she was real worried about that. No. I think Dutch is like, I'm getting out one way or another, Luce. Yeah. Is it easy or hard? And we find out the whole reason Dab isn't at Dutch's side is that there's still the issue of getting the baby out of Delsea, who is just getting more and more pissed off the longer it goes, even though she's not in any pain. Right. And this baby is getting bigger and bigger. Big, yeah. <laughs> just. You're waiting to see Alien pop out of her stomach. Right? Maybe she needs to be a little worried and not yeah. get all pissy. <laughs> exactly. And, of course, Pippin, trying to be super helpful, reminds Davin that technically your kid is a science experiment, which, of course, doesn't help anything. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's going to make him feel really good. Right. Yeah. Just yeah. let Davin think that, yeah, it's possible that the baby that comes out won't be human. Yeah, thanks, Pip. Yeah, and of course, from how quickly Zeph explains the child is growing, it really seems like Anila's experiment was never actually to go through the process of experiencing a childhood or growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was definitely not supposed to experience birth. Uh, apparently not. Is this kid going to grow up super fast? Yeah, that'd be awkward. Yeah. But Zeph is trying to be calm, telling Delcea, all right, so here's some plans that we're going to do. And Delcea is just like, I don't know how I'm feeling about any of this. Right. And Dav's outside talking to Dutch. It's like, let me tell you what's going on. <laughs> let me feel I feel like again. he should have like pre-recorded something for her. Right. <laughs> and had that Lucy play that <laughs> first. I'm like maybe Dutch that would have helped. Yeah. <laughs> It's very, very Princess Bride. It's like, okay, let me catch you up. No, there's too much. Let me sum up. Right. (laughs) And of course, as he's trying to explain, Dutch doesn't give him a hug. Nah, but a slap in the face. Oh, you know, sometimes I think the Jacoby boys need that. Yeah. (laughs) Of course, he responds back that she wasn't there, so she doesn't get the judging. Which, again, don't, I don't him and johnny would have been dead had they not been able to actually do what they did right now of course this seems to knock her back to the reality of it all and to her senses even though it's not vocalized because of the interruptions because yes all sorts of interruptions yeah dad wants to know what happened in the green but (laughs) they aren't going to get to talk about it because dutch returns to talk to johnny again which is a little surprising with how afraid she clearly was of him when she first gone in to see him. Right. And, of course, she expects him to know something that Klein wanted her to know, but he just mocks her and tells her that he doesn't know anything. Obviously, Hula and Johnny. Yeah. And, of course, that seems to break Dutch. And you kind of go, no, we don't need you to break right now. Right. We just got you back. Yeah. Get it together. So we go back to Delsea, who's, after spending time reading the comic, decides to actually start to get worried 
and Death offers to take her hand. And at first, she's not having any of it, but then finally decides, yes, she does need that comfort. Well, I I loved how they're like, well, yeah, we can have Deb just like bang the green out of you like you did before. And she's like, "Uh, no. And then when this was actually happening for the transfusion to try to get the baby out, like that's what freaked her out. Because I'm guessing all of a sudden, all those labor pains were coming on at like full force. Yes. None of this gradual buildup. Right. It was all at once. Ah, no. <laughs> yeah, Devin, don't lose your hand. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, I haven't had kids. You would know. I yeah. mean, like, do you have feeling in your hands after a while? Or did it take no, a couple you, days? Yeah, it took a while for the feeling in your hands <laughs> to return. And, of course, the pain all seems normal, but the monitors start to go crazy, and she throws up green. I'm thinking that's probably not good. Yeah, not good. So they disconnect and wait it out, hoping to be able to still find a safe way to get the baby out. I'm not seeing a good way. No, me neither. So, of course, Dutch is in the control area, and she's talking to Lucy, and she tells her it was good to be home, but she changes their coordinates from returning to the quad to going in the direction where she knows a green plasma pool will be without letting anybody know. Um, I know you're trying to help Johnny right now, but they'll say it may explode in your cargo hold. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you need to think of a, you know, a couple things here. Right. You need to multitask like Davin's. Davin's right. Of course, she wants to save John and they find out that pool on the planet is also crystallized solid like the one Dutch came out. I think they already figured that out, Dutch. You're a little behind. Yeah. And they find out all the other plasma pools in the same state, and it suddenly feels more hopeless because they don't believe they can cure Johnny. So, of course, Dutch and Davin go to Johnny and tell him that they can't fix him, and Johnny basically says, kill me. Yeah, because that's not going to be heartbreaking to anybody. No, not at all. No. And, of course, he's still back and forth between Johnny and Hoolan Johnny, and so he blames Dutch and pushes all her buttons. This was really rough when they were going through it, because you had him playing two very different people, which was so weird. Yes, and he was so amazing at it. Right. And when he ends up, like, lunging at them multiple times, because they're not going to kill him. Right. All of a sudden, you know, Dutch is like, don't give up hope. But he does it one last time and breaks his neck. Right. And I I thought Dutch was going to lose it right there. Yeah, absolutely. She thought she was going to lose Johnny and without any answers. And Zeph comes in and out of nowhere, she shoves a knife into Johnny's neck. Right. And she just kind of keeps doing it. It's like, okay, Zeph, I know you're like, you know, all into science, but maybe share with the rest of the class. Yes, please. Because we see her looking at a monitor. Right. And she's finally tells them that, yeah, the parasite was dying. And she just was making sure it was going to be dead. But they're obviously able to save him, which is what's really weird. Right. And Dutch and Dab both agree that try to save him. So, of course, Zeph does what she does and sciences it up and saves Johnny. 
Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. And of course I am we get truly a, surprised. Yeah. That was not what I was expecting. No. And of course we get a very short, lovely moment between Johnny and Dutch. And of course he's realizing everything that he has to apologize, including shooting his brother. And Dutch tells him, nah, that's family hug now. Right? <laughs> they basically beat the crap out of each other so many times at this point. That's normal. Yeah. Absolutely. If they didn't, then it was like, wait a second, what's going on? Yeah. So, uh, of course, she asked him for help, explaining about what happened in the green and about the story Klein told her that she had to hold on to. And she admits that she broke, but that the lady doesn't know why that story and is important. And Johnny can't tell her either. Right. Because it just seemed like something that they did. No big deal. Right. Go back inside the cargo hold where we get a great moment from Pre where he's trying to be as helpful as he can to deal with the sassy, evil, pregnant lady who killed his friend and makes it clear that the only reason she's alive is the child. Right? Maybe you don't piss him off because he might just throw you out into the vacuum of space at this point. Exactly. Everybody else a little preoccupied. Yeah. Of course, Delsea wants to talk to Dutch and. After the uh, little ice chip incident he was harassing Delsea with, well, she ends up using that container to knock him out. Yeah, I'm sure that'll go over great when he wakes up. Yeah. So, of course, Delsea finds Dutch and immediately grabs her by the throat and lifts her up, demanding to know where Anila is. Yeah. Listen, lady, we're trying to make sure you don't die. Yeah. So, maybe you don't start choking people. Exactly. And, of course, Dab comes up with a gun, pointed at Delsea's head, demanding that she let Dutch go. And there's a moment where it felt like Dab would have pulled the trigger if she didn't let go. I was thinking he was going to. Yep. Of course, Delsea points out that the child she's carrying is Anila's and it's unique. And that's when Dutch realizes that the baby is actually supposed to be for the lady. Brought row. Right? This is not something any of us want to happen. No. But of course, Dutch promises to find Anila and save her since she had saved her in the green. So they go back inside and Zeph explains that basically they have to do what they did to Johnny in order to deliver the baby, which will, of course... Cleanse Delsea of being Hewlin. I'm oh, sure people no. aren't going to be lining up for that one or anything. No. <laughs> oh, can we imagine how she was in season one? Oh, oh no. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, it works, and Zeph delivers a healthy and very large baby boy, and Delsea gets to feel absolutely everything, which is not what she wanted because. The Koresh have surrogates yes. the children, so... So she doesn't get these hormone fluctuations that she's about to get right now. Right. Plus all the craziness that's happening because she was Hulin, now she's not. And yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. And of course, we have a wonderful moment where everyone except Delce is so happy about the baby being born, and we get to see Davin hold him, and... You get a very aw moment. Right. It's like, oh, that's so sweet. Right. 
And then Dutch tells them <laughs> that although she doesn't know how to beat the ladies, she knows how it ends. And we get to see that flashback to what she's been hiding before she tells them that they lose. Yeah, not digging that. Let's no, fight another way. No. And of course, Dutch asks them if they're in to help her fight the lady. And Pre tells her, when you choose your family, you choose your fight. Which was really sweet. Yes, absolutely it was. They weren't going to go by Dutch's vision of the end until it actually happens. Right. It ain't over till it's over. Right. So we'll pop into the green for a little bit in the green space. And Neela was the one who urged Dutch to wake up and to find John Jacoby in a very maternal way. Huh. And, of course, it's in this moment that we also find out that Dutch remembers everything that happened at the end of the previous episode before she passed out, including shooting John. Right. Like she said, hey, we're family. We do that. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, it's just a thing now. Yeah. But we get all sorts of glimpses in the green, you know, what happened to Dutch and how she kept seeing these same things. And she was essentially being attacked by the people who were there with her, right? you know, Anila and Klein. And she keeps getting away and it just keeps happening. She keeps getting captured and tortured and gets away and then over and over and over. Except finally, the one time it's Anila. It is actually Anila. Yeah. And so the time loop is going to stop because, you know, she's telling her, you need to get out and you need to find Johnny. And we still have no idea how she gets out. No, but it was great that Anila says, I didn't give you life just so you should throw it away. Right. It's like, okay, yeah, she's finally kind of being who she needs to be. Not crazy. Right. But then suddenly everything changes when it's Anila in there and not Dutch because now it's Klein who's in there with Anila. Right. Which is even more playing with her head. Right. Because now it's daddy and daughter. Yes, but we get the, well, now you're locked in here with me, but you're also locked in with me. Yeah. (laughs) So you have that little exchange happen between the lady who looks like Klein and Anila. And it's like, okay, what's going to happen with all of this? Because we don't even know who this lady is. And I mean, how long has Anila known about her? Right. Apparently since she got infected. Right. And then when we flash outside of the green yeah. to Turin on the Armada, we see the dolls acting a little differently. Yeah. They have awoken, shall we say. They aren't comatose. Yes. So does this mean the lady is back in control? Yeah. That's not a good sign. That's for nope. sure. <laughs> nope. Oh, my gosh. This was a crazy episode, though. Yes, it was. Roller coaster for real. Did we get any feedback? Oh, we sure did. Fred once again came through with some feedback, so let's take a listen. Devon to Lucy. So you are saying that we are trapped out here with my sick brother, the first ever human Holland birth, and our only chance at rescue is just disappeared? Lucy. Affirmative. Hello, Fangirl Zone podcasters. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Killjoys Season 4. Episode 4. First off, last podcast I said I loved to see Delcea having a big role in that episode. 
she is really the badass royalty I like. She was not hindered by her pregnancy at all. Well, this episode we can add to that that she is not even hindered by a delivery either. She is even reading comics or attacking Dutch or Pre. I think the comic she is reading is Captain Marvel. She has a lot of nice quotes. For instance to Pre, My baby is trying to split me in half and you are offering me ice chips. Another one, Seth to Devon. How is Dutch doing? Devon, she is still unconscious. How is Delsea doing? And Seth, I wish she was unconscious. After Delsea is dehollonized, not much has changed. She is back to her charming self as well. And after Seth helped her with the delivery, Get your hands off me, you dirty veterinarian. And another nice one uh, during the delivery. Seth, John files on Sabine. They'll say, wait, who? Uh, Devin Holland, sleeper agent. I um, weakened her Holland side. And Delsea says, did you literally bore her into wishing she could die? Pre, actually, he banged the green out of her. <laughs> Devin says, Seth, sex does sometimes help with labor. They'll say, oh, okay, no, I will take the transfusion instead. One other quote, uh, Devon to Delsea, do you want to hold my hand or... No, not unless you want to lose it. I didn't like the whole stuff with Klein and Dutch in the green. Too confusing, psychedelic and slow paced. Of course we finally get some insights into what or who the lady is. But actually we still haven't really seen her. Perhaps she is not a corporeal being at all. Although. If that is the case, she probably would have been more gender neutral. I'm happy Johnny, Delsea and the baby are saved. But I found the way that they did it a bit an easy way out. Just sticking a blade somewhere in your spinal cord for a while. My prediction was that the one who came out of the green was the lady. Uh, and it didn't come true. It's, uh, it's a pity it didn't come true, but it's not a pity because I was not right. It's a pity, because that would have been a very interesting story arc. I understand that Anila helped Dutch to get out of the green, but how remains unclear to me. Furthermore, I have no idea why the green uh, solid solidified. It did cause a nice problem in cleansing Johnny, which resolved in a nice story arc and some tension. But I don't understand why. Inside the green, the solidified state does not seem to matter, because Klein and Anila are just going on in there. We realize that Dutch is not talking to Anila when Anila's eyes shortly turn black. Later on we also see this in Klein. But when we see this for the first time, Anila's face is turned away from Dutch and only we as an audience see it. This is of course a very nice device to build up tension for the audience. We knowing something creepy, whereas the characters in the episode do not know it. This is a device that was used quite extensively in the second season of Winona Earp and in a different way in an episode of Hemlock Grove. So I have to admit, when it happened to Anila, I thought, okay, here we go again, with the black eyes, as a sign of having a devil inside you. I have the idea this is a Canadian thing, since Kildyorst and Winona are Canadian, and also Hemlock Grove is a combined Canadian-US production. Okay, that was all for this time. Greetings, till next time, Fred from the Netherlands. Yeah, Fred, that uh, crazy. line, yeah, that <laughs> line, line from Davin to Lucy was absolutely priceless. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. I am loving all the back and forth. And I think it's hilarious what, what we're getting from Lucy so far this season. So she's amazing. I just want her to uh, kind of be more on our side because Lucy seems to be, she gets really snarky and really helpful. And then she's like, oh, oops. <laughs> oh, Lucy, you got to help us out a little bit. That'll help me out. But anyway, let's talk about Delsea because I'm thinking Delsea is Fred's favorite right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she did get her big episode that Fred was looking for. And yeah, the comics was absolutely awesome that you dug that out and found out that it was one that was created at one time for a show and wasn't ever released. And somehow they found it and got it on this show. That was that's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's great how they just they kind of reuse stuff. And we've kind of mentioned that in some of our other shows because it's kind of funny. It's like, hey, wait a minute. Is that the Hull and Goo in this other show? And. It just kind of keeps coming back, all of these. So at least they're recycling. That's how I'm going to look at it. <laughs> right. And yeah, after um, she gets dehellenized, we get season one Delsea back. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be good or bad. Right. Her royal hininess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So there were so many just great, great quotes anyway. You know, when they were trying to figure out how to fix her and... Uh, how they bring up Dav and, and you know, what happened with Sabine. Right. Yeah. And Delcia is like, yeah, I'd rather take the knife, I think. But just, <laughs> it was great. It, it was just like, I don't know how she's going to turn out now that she's human right. again. I mean, she was human. Obviously, we know that. But you know what I mean? Like, how is this going to work out for her? Because she went from no pain, which from what I understand, childbirth is no easy thing. And she no. didn't feel any of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> to getting all of your emotions and every little pain back should be interesting to find out how she reacts. Right. And as for the green, I don't know. I, I think Steve and I talked about this. It, it was kind of confusing. It's like, wait, where are we? At least they made it actually green tint. So we all knew, okay, this is happening in the green. Right. But... I don't know. I am a little confused, too, with who the lady actually is, what the plan is, and why Klein is being so kind of roundabout. But I mean, then again, this isn't actually Klein. This is like Klein's memory doing this. Right. And we don't know for sure if that's really Klein's memory or if that's what the lady is using against both of them is Klein's memories that are in the green and have been in the green. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. He's been tied to the green for a long time, so. Now, I'm not sure if that's the lady coming out of the green. I really think that's, that is Dutch. Right. But maybe a little bit of the lady is in her now. We don't know. Yeah. It's possible she and, can uh, come in and take over Dutch's body at any time. Right. I mean, who knows? And then what you were saying, too, of course, about the black eyes, you know, to show that it's almost like a, just a different person. Right. Uh, we've seen that in a lot of shows. It seems to be like the go-to thing. And I, I really feel that's more for all of us anyway. But, yeah, with Anila doing it, it's always creepy. It is always <laughs> creepy. Yeah. You know, we did see it, like you said, in Winona Earp and then in Hemlock Grove and Supernatural. 
Now, of course, Hemlock Grove is something I have not watched that is in my queue to catch up with. So I know that is like way far back and I'm like way behind. But I just love it because, like he said, too, these all seem to be like Canadian shows and it's a go to thing. I think it's just really a, a go to thing anyway. Sci fi. Yeah. Yeah. Sci-fi j- shows in general will do that to designate that this isn't the person you know. Right. <laughs> But now, Fred, apparently, since you've watched Hemlock Grove, I believe you have pretty good taste. I'm definitely going to have to cue that up and, and start watching that one. Yes, absolutely. Well, once again, Fred, thanks for some fantastic feedback, and we look forward to hearing from you again. Thanks, Fred. All right, everyone. Don't forget, just like Fred, to send us your tinfoil hat theories of what's happening on sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. And rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying everything with the podcast and the show and the craziness. And if you don't mind, check out our website, www.fangirlzone.com. You can see all the different links I have up there for cons. And if there's cons in your area that I'm not aware of, you know, shoot us an email and I will, you know, happily put some information up, up about it. And wow. Just let's hold on for this roller coaster ride of an ep- season, not even yeah. an episode, the season. <laughs> for this episode of Sci Fi Talk, I'm Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. I don't tell you how to shoot, don't tell me how to science. And until next time. <laughs>